Collins is next. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. What's poppin', everyone? What's popping, Jimbo? Uh, you may be asking yourself, Fun Point Boys, I know you're always... There's no one in the biz that does better than you at releasing episodes on time. That's like, true. You are, it's like clockwork with you guys. <laughs> Every Saturday... And on the first of every month, we have a new Patreon uh-huh. bit for you. Uh, so you you may be thinking it's a bit odd that this one's late. And let me tell you the reason why is I once again tested positive for the, the novel coronavirus. That's right. Two years. I went what feels like eight years without getting it. And then I don't know if this is just like a coincidence or if just, you know, the different variants you know, and like our bodies are changing, but ever you got the since, ink variant this time. But ever, I got have the glowing ink, uh, <laughs> yeah, Wolverine. But ever since schools were like, you don't gotta wear masks anymore. I've gotten COVID twice, and I don't know if that's like a coincidence or just like you know a run of bad luck. It could be a, any great number of things. There's no way to tell. Um, but that's where when you work in the disease factory all day, you know, it's just I mean, bound it's, to happen. It's, so it's sad. That, you know, America's most derided and pretended to be respected position. Mm-hmm. It's very sad that we're all making them, you know, uh, breathe poison air constantly for 180 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if in I in Florida, if you wear a mask, they like they, they like take you out on site. They kill you. I feel they, like enter you states, they enter you into the Royal Rumble against your they world. enter you. Yeah, they the superintendent will have you like locked up in the corner, but waiting, waiting for the countdown. You're it's in, not, you're in the good. elimination chamber. Before. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I feel like if you're in like a real state, uh-huh. you probably can still legally go to class wearing an MF Doom mask. So that seems like it's yes, kind that of, is, like it's not cool... only it's not only welcomed, it's allowed. Yeah, so I'm gonna put on my big. I'm double metal- masking, and both of them are MF Doom masks. I'm putting and both on of them my don't cover my nose or mouth. But yeah, it my so big cool. metal, my metal face terrorist mask that leaves my <laughs> mouth and nose completely open to the public. Uh, but people will probably keep a wide berth from me if I'm wearing it, that it, mask in public. So, exactly you know. when when they see, when they see like the om- the ominous stench emanating from my <laughs> visage, they'll know. Like that guy could that is- be Cheetos, Doritos, and Fritos? I'm smelling. <laughs> it's a combination of all three. Wow. Mmm, food indeed. I enjoy <laughs> eating it and tasting it. Yeah. How are you? Are you tasting food? Yes, luckily I am. Okay, that's um, good. Uh, Is that like a Mickey Mouse symptom? I feel like I haven't heard that symptom in like recent variants. It's, it's, yeah, I, I feel like that was the the original thing. That was like the hint that you were getting it. But now I was, I was, I ate my chicken noodle soup and I could, I could taste the, and it uh, fixed you instantly. Yeah. all the sodium and I felt immediately better and I said, I'm going to work right now immediately. Yeah. So that's I saw good. some shit from the fake news media recently that said that, like, stop drinking ginger ale when you're sick. It might be making it worse. And it's like, we, what are we doing? Okay, just whatever. Yeah. Like, you, just can't, you can't have shit anymore. Yes. Causation and, and correlation are not the same thing, my friend. I'm sick and I'm be- that, which makes me want to drink it. It's not the other way around. Yeah, it's like you're si- you might be making it worse because you're drinking the worst kind of ginger ale Canada Dry, but like uh-huh. generally speaking, it's gonna it, it heals you and it makes you feel better. Exactly. You, you sip. Are on you a calling Schweppes. my grandma a fucking liar? Yeah. The New York Times. <laughs> if I'm sipping on a, a Schweppes, I'm either with 101 fever or 
10,000 feet in the air or a combination of both. Exactly. I'm eating my Biscoff cracker cookie and I'm saying exactly. this tastes good. I'm, on I'm watching eating, Game Night on my eating, phone. <laughs> I'm eating one single Stroop waffle that was provided for me by the Ooh, hostess and I'm enjoying yeah. it. Mm. Now we're cooking. Exactly. And I can taste all of it. Yeah, me as um, well. Anyway. How was your music listening experience while you were um, face down lying down on the pavement? It was good because I could imagine myself transported to some sort of exotic island. Or you like were sort of on your own erupting. island. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I said, welcome to my island. You now have tested positive for coronavirus. Uh-huh. Um, this week, it's it's Caroline Polachek. Desire, I want to to turn into you and become you and be you and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, what did you think of this album? I had a good time with it. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. So this, if I remember right, this was like a you... You didn't. Need, you were not familiar with Caroline's work. Not at all. Much. But you I, were just I, like, this is a cool cover. It's a cool cover, and everyone on Pitchfork seemed to like it. So yeah, I was like, well, it's the cover. The cover is me when I'm on the subway and I drop one of the chicken tenders out of my hoagie onto the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, sorry. Let me go down and get that. And everyone else is looking away, pretending like they didn't see you drop the chicken tender, but you got to get it. They only so. put like three of them in the in the you know the. The chicken cheese steak it's, hoagie now. It's not. Due to it's not bad, but due to woke, the ratio of if you ever get the Wawa bowl with like the mashed potatoes and stuff in it, the mashed potatoes to ten D ratio is just completely off. It's ridiculous. They may, they put. It's in a very big bowl now, and the portions have gotten smaller, so it amplifies how little they give you. You're getting. three anemic tendies and just a mountain of mashed potatoes. They give like, you. And it, they give you, like, the least attractive-looking candies. Yeah. <laughs> they find Which for is some weird, because you're looking at them in the bowl. They're, they're obscured by the bread in a sandwich. Yeah, for some reason, they put the best-looking ones in between the bread, and they don't let you see it. Yeah. Then they I, give I, you I the guess ones... they're all focused on pizza now. Yeah, I guess they got pizza Wawa and french fries and, and cheeseburger and shit. French have fried you, potato, I think. Have you had Wawa cheeseburger? You know, I did say in 2018, I think that I would eat a beefsteak burger if, like, the ones of winter didn't come out or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's some shit that I said. Um, well, the beefsteak burger has been uh, taken out to pasture, it seems. It does not appear Oh, I was the... going to get it today to, to uh, stand by my word. Yeah, I, feel, I, I look for it every time, and I haven't seen it in, in, in quite a while, so. Yeah, maybe there's, like, a, a burger, like, topping that I can get on the pizza or something. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do the secret code where you like press on the goose and it brings you to a hidden menu and yeah, then there's I'm gonna have to, and then I'm there's a to... picture of a pizza but it says burger with a question mark under it. <laughs> and you're like, "All right. I guess that's what uh, I mean today." I'm going to have to go to Bucky's and order like the the Beaver Deluxe or whatever, which is what they call their hamburger for some reason and everybody says it's good. Uh-huh. Um recently around me there's I I don't remember exactly what it is, but some like is it a Culver's or something like that? Ooh, yeah. Has, has opened, like, it, around my school, and the kids are just going, like, nuts for it. They've got They're great like, root beer, the little, the concrete mixer. I know, uh-huh. I know all the, all, all my listeners in the, in the Midwest are, are, are popping huge right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. It's one of those, like, for us, exotic locations. Yes. You know, that, that they don't, I don't know if it, I feel, no, I don't know if it's Culver's, it's like a chicken place. Maybe it's another chicken. Sure, it's like, it's, 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 it's like uh, one of those ones that isn't like when if like raising canes came to Tampa, it would be it would be huge. Maybe that's it. Or like a, a Portillo's hot dog establishment. Maybe that's it. Raising canes. Let me see. Hold on, I'm doing research on the year. We'll talk about the album in a minute, but this is very important. 
Um, yeah, because I remember, and the, and the kids were like going nuts over their their special sauce or whatever they have. Sure, we just so got like, Shake Shack in Tampa, like twenty twenty one, and I didn't go there because I was scared of the novel coronavirus. But uh, Shake Shack goes hard, like it's good. I'm just like I feel like it's one of the ones. Where, it's like Five Guys, where I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm mm-hmm. going to be feeling the effect for 72 hours afterwards so it, it's gotta I, but be the like thing a is, long fi- five guys food. five guys is like a nuclear launch going off inside your tummy shake shack it's, is like it's listen so good though it's more expensive than it should be but it's like the perfect amount of burger and fry and everything so yeah and i like i like the aesthetic of how it comes out on the tray i think the proportions mm-hmm. are nice mm-hmm. so that's a fast food check-in I'm God, glad that the restaurant can't wait to eat food again and i'm glad that you got covid and that a restaurant opened next to you do you want to talk to the <laughs> talk about yeah the uh desire i want to to turn into use it was released uh, on valentine's day of last year which is why we pushed it back to this week to celebrate exactly the we wanted it to be a bit more uh you know thematic yeah. uh the whole the, i like the whole album but the first like four tracks on here go nuts it's such a yeah good that's run. my i know that we have i think we've in our 140 episodes i think that we have discovered that we are we're banger boys a little bit like mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we you know we we're, we're also pensive and thoughtful exactly. and we enjoy you know we we enjoy putting our, our our fist right below our chin and like looking into the middle distance while we tap our toes but also yeah. we we like i'll swing my fists and exactly i can be first, introspective very wow. loaded yeah, yeah with bpm mm-hmm. uh first track on here welcome to my island hello nice to be here yeah, let's uh, get let's get out in front of it. Uh, we have bananas and avocado. Let's just let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, that's that's what the song it, is. A little bit, uh, and it's the it's one. Uh, if you told me like, listen, you're gonna love this album. It opens with just like a minute straight of like wailing and just kind of like uh-huh. yelling at ghosts. I'd be like, yeah, all right, I know, I know she's reading that Herman Melville respect. <laughs> yeah, just a full minute, and then just into the welcome to my island. Like okay, so that was that. Uh-huh. We're we're done with that then. We're done with all the the yelling and screaming and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I was reading about the intro in an interview with Vulture. Caroline told us the chant here is actually presented as quote me having an orgasm on a cracked terracotta floor as the opening track of the album. This also fits in with the album's theme of desire and breeding. Oh, cool! I'm always I hate when I'm when I'm on a music show and I'm like ah oh, let me. Let me just pull a random album out that I can have all my friends and parents listen to. And then it's the one about desire and breeding. That's so mm-hmm. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I hate it when that happens. Uh, Polacek told NPR's Miles Park, obviously there's total comedy in it to open this album with full going full Tarzan mode and then immediately snap into this quite 80s phone operator voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your song. Do whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have another another read on this. Sure. Welcome, yeah. welcome to my island. See the palm trees. Hope you like me, you ain't leaving. Uh, Caroline is playing the most dangerous game here. Animal She's Crossing hunting... New Horizons. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> she got on Captain's boat and it's about to flip over. Uh-huh. Uh, it, could, it could be about, you know, desire and breeding, or it could be about hunting your fellow man for sport. Like Okay, yeah. Who's to say? You know? It seems like you're, you're on my island, you're trapped here forever. And, and then, there is that very honest rap bridge about a complicated paternal relationship. So maybe it's also like I'm killing my dad, aren't I? You're hunting your dad. I wouldn't hunt my dad. No, I, I wouldn't hunt. I mean, I wouldn't hunt your dad both out of respect for you and also just like strategically. I feel like he'd probably <laughs> he'd probably parry he'd probably parry all of my attacks. I'm I'm like looking for him. I'm like on, on top of the trees looking through binoculars, and he's just like with the dolphins doing the same diving out of the water motion as them. Like they've uh-huh. accepted him into their pond. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. You know, he, I knew he had it in him, so. 
Yeah. I would lunge at him and then I would hear bonus action unlocked and oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So when I was writing this song, I almost saw it from a point of view of egg trapping the sperm. It's maniacal, huge ego. This is the brattiest song I ever made. I need really needed to go full brat ramp mode. Let's yeah, let's just transform you know, we need to write from a different point of view. We need to do into a different perspective. Has it let's let's try let's try egg and sperm. I'm on <laughs> I'm on my Angelica Pickle shit. I'm I'm feeling full brat rant mode. Uh-huh. Angelica is right beside me, and we, I mean, uh, Cynthia's right beside me, uh-huh. and She's we a have really you, cool dancer. we have you trapped here. Uh, good luck. She does pull, I, I, I don't, I didn't know this, okay, but I'm gonna check it now, just to make sure. sure. Okay, born in New York City. All right. Because in, in, in the bridge on this one, she says, you are in your reflection. And I didn't okay. know if that is was that some... how. Is that's that how we said it in Brooklyn. <laughs> that's how we say it in the Big Apple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, you and your get you your reflection out of here. Yeah. yeah. I can see my reflection in the Bodango window. Exactly, in in the puddle of water on on the street. I see uh, my reflection. Yeah. I'm gonna dive in and one kiss of, him. One of those manhole covers with the steam coming out of it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, the steam made a reflection of my face and gave me tree riddles. Uh oh. Oh, not again. <laughs> That's why Brooklyn's the greatest island on earth. <laughs> exactly. And that's what that song's about. That's what that song's about. Uh next we have Pretty Impossible. I feel like this it felt immediately so familiar that I felt like it had to be like some hit Natasha Bedingfield song that I had heard a million times. Mm, feel the rain on your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say it's, this is our, I think this is 140 for us. I think this might be our first actual textual in it, despite our claims of how often in yes. it appears anytime we cover like Black Sabbath or the Beatles or anything, <laughs> we yeah. claim that they say it a lot more than they actually do. Someone who has, cause genius has it phonetically spelled out as time's running out in it. Uh-huh. So, uh, if anyone has the vinyl and you want to get the liner notes out and see what it says in there, uh, right. let us know. But you know, it, it's it's finally here, and and again, not where you'd expect it. That's that's kind of another one of the subversive uh, traits of this album. Yeah, absolutely. Also, it does the thing I like, where remember remember this melody here because you're gonna have to remember it for later when we get to a different song. That is nice. And, I like it, it when and I like it comes back album. again, and you can do the Leo point and say, "I know that one from this album." Yeah. The plebeians who only listen to singles will never know the joy of listening to a full album and having a reference. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a real shame. You, what's, what's the matter? You can't sit and listen to something for about 45 minutes? Yeah, if you, like, if, you listen, if you listen to like just a song, you're not going to understand the connection between volcanoes and car sex that she talks about in verse 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I didn't know about. But when she says, now you got one eye on the lane and one eye on the lava, mm-hmm. I learned that this could be a reference to car sex, as volcanoes are also a referencing to orgasm and, and, ex- and exploding outward with passion. The mention of lava may support this. The subject is also keeping an eye out on lane. Lane. Uh, yes, Lane. From from uh, Gilmore Girls. That's who we're talking Yeah, about. and I don't know what the fuck that meant, but it has 15 upvotes, so that must be... I, I must See, be wrong. I, I think this is, this, is the new, this is the new wave. It's instead of being like, you know, someone says like, I want to fuck and I want to have fun. They'll be like, this is the artist saying that they enjoy both recreation and sexual intercourse. Like, that's played right. out. <laughs> they enjoy intercourse for medicinal and recreational reasons. Exactly. Now you just got to be like, this, like, just completely out there. Like, when lava explodes, it's like um, an orgasm you have in your car. 
And everyone's like, right, well, yeah. I don't have enough information to dispute that, so they must know something that I don't. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna give that one up vote. Yeah, sir. I'm listening and I'm learning. And when she says spinning out, yeah, I respect that, but I was born mm-hmm. to get you home. Mm-hmm. Um she says, in a sentimental way, there's something orgasmic in domesticity and commitment of making someone feel safe when they're not driving. Hmm. Uh, so that's my, what this song's my, about. My fa- well, see, that's that's the thing. My it's about when thing- you you make you make hamburger for your 1950s Nuketown family. It's it's quite orgasmic. My favorite it's thing to delightful. do when not driving, like if I'm in a vehicle and I'm not the one driving, I am knocked out. I'm asleep. Yeah, you're either asleep or you're making Kim listen to No Sad, No Bad and doing all the moves next to her while she's I didn't, asking you for directions. I didn't make her listen to it. It came up on Shuffle one time. Yeah, there's okay. 500 songs on Slap City, and if it came up, it means that God wanted us to hear it and wanted exactly. her to hear it specifically. And I just, I just wanted Kim to feel involved, uh-huh. you know, because she has to focus so hard on the road. She's like, I, do we take the Atlantic City exit? I don't remember. Yeah. Stopping out the star Gucci <laughs> She deserves to watch her whole life change like a movie. Exactly. Um, so it was it was really for her. That was my like domestic moment of involving her in kind right, of right. Yeah, you you <laughs> had on your kiss the cook apron and your spatula as you were sitting fast out in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bunny um, is a bunny is a a rider. Next we have Bunny is a rider. This song's so good. This might be my favorite song on the album. And it's know. another one that I don't. I don't know what it... I, I assume that Bunny is sort of her Slim Shady. You know? mm. Bunny is the cool rider who... Mm-hmm. The sort of easy rider James Dean situation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Bunny is all of us. Bunny is when you make yourself a little unavailable, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, this song does... One, the bass, bass line goes nuts. Two, yes. the best since Timbaland to have just like a crying baby in the background. And somehow the song still works. Yeah, that one, I I just saw Zone of Interest, which is a mm-hmm. hard movie to riff on, so I'm not even going to try. Uh-huh. But that is a movie about, like, what if you heard, like, terrible sounds for two hours? Mm-hmm. And, like, wouldn't that make you feel like shit? And it did. Um, to the point yeah. where that was the first movie I ever had to, like, walk out of the first time because the, like, I was like, oh, I've kind of had a headache all day because, like, I was listening to annoying noises at work. Mm-hmm. And then I went and saw the movie about, like, terrible noises. Yeah, this one didn't bother me, and that's a that's a credit to. Uh... What if I mean I I haven't seen the film. You so you've seen all the best Oscar nominees. Yes, I've seen all seven or eight good movies and two of the all right ones. Uh, but I heard that Hitler's head doesn't literally explode in that one. Yeah, so it's hard to so the the zone of interest. It's it follows uh, Rudolf Hess, and he's 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 like a, a Nazi nineteen forties uh, prison guard in like the Auschwitz way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a you know, it's the banality of evil, and it's it's all it's you you follow him and his, like his his like stupid small family drama is like unspeakable horror is happening, mm-hmm. um, just out of frame. And you 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 see the poster for the movie the first time, and it's just like this gaping maw of darkness behind their like small idyllic like backyard, mm-hmm. and it's impossible to say whether it's a movie whether it's good or not. Like, that just like a 1940s Nazi made and said, "I'm condoning all of this." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard. To, I don't know why they had all of that like demon space that was covering 90 percent of the poster. Yeah, why? Why did the the eternal gaping maw? Like, why was it there? If if I don't I don't know I don't get it. Yeah, it's impossible. I, I yeah I really hope it doesn't win any awards, and I hope that I hope <laughs> I hope this type I hope of thing Elemental wins best sound design instead. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I hope that the Chris Pratt Garfield movie wins best sound design. There's a Chris Pratt Garfield movie. You didn't... I guess you haven't been to, to the cinema very often lately, have you? No, I have not. A lot of... Tra- if you're not watching a trailer for Argyle, you're watching a trailer for the new, like, Illumination-style Garfield movie where Chris Pratt's like, I... Oh, I, I need a lasagna. freaking lasagna over here. I'm Chris Pratt, and I'm from London. Listen, I'm not a Bill Murray guy, but mm-hmm. you gotta get... You gotta at least, like, become Murray-coded a little bit when you do Garfield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand you can't do Charles Martinet, because everybody mm-hmm. will just say it's a poor impression, and also mm-hmm. you're, like, a lazy fucking actor who I don't like anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, you gotta put some, like, ennui on your Garfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta put a little a little throaty bass on it. Like how like how Caroline Polachek does in Bunny is a Rider. Uh found it, structurally on this one. I wanted it to flow uh Timbaland was a massive influence on that song. There yeah, we go. I bet. Uh <laughs> it's like, a I, great influence on a lot of us. I do like how every every producer has kind of their own like signature, not even like the tag. Like you know how Pharrell has a thing where he plays like the first four beats or whatever before the song right. starts. Timbaland just always has like a wailing child in the background, and uh-huh. everyone just kind of agreed that that's fine that he does that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he must have been so mad uh, when Shane Hanglo came out, and he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> responsible for the child at the beginning. That that uh-huh. like that child defined a generation. Hmm. Hmm. Um, that's Bunny is a writer, I guess. Anything else? Let me let me see. Um, I do like. I was scrolling down, and how did the song come about? Which is which is the way people say things. Yeah. Uh, Caroline's talking about someone who has a history of being an absolute bass shredder. He puts he went to conservatory for jazz bass. Yeah, so. I, I'm up here with super shredder, and we're we're here to we're here to play Bunny is a writer. Yeah. Can we talk about my pick for the best song on the album? Mm. Sunset. Sunset. Guy who's played a Zelda game before. Getting Guy some real who Gerudo Valley to be a gamer about it. <laughs> you know that shit's Gerudo Valley. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I heard, I, I was I'm like, being all right. put in the ladies' prison, and and they're like, ah, oh, you gotta, you gotta learn how to use the hook shot. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. this part's too scary. I'm done playing Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do it anymore. I think the monsters are just gonna. Yeah. Any sneaking mission where them. it simulates getting in trouble, I just could not play when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it's really bold to just use that kind of like I don't know flamenco style nylon guitar and just be like, no, it's not Gerudo Valley. Like, it's it... the thing is, if I'm making albums professionally, like I'm gonna have Majora's Mask, Song of Healing, just like come out of me. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way you're gonna hear some Oath to Order. You're gonna hear some Ballad of the Goddess. Like you're gonna hear Minda's Lament in the music that I make. It's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the Omni sound. It's the music of the soul. Exactly. And she's even like, you know, I wear my body like an uninvited guest. I turn it right and right and right instead of turning left. That's a reference to the Konami code. Okay, so Bunny is a gamer. A little Bunny bit. is a gamer, yeah. Bunny is a gamer. All right, that's going to be my, that's my weird Al version. And it's gonna that's be pretty about, good. It's going to be about um, like GameCubes and, and, and Nintendo DS and stuff like that. That's fun. I, mm-hmm. um, I was also, so if, if it's not about gaming or if it's sort of like a double entendre, I turn right and then right and then right instead of turning left is also sort of a New Jersey reference. Yeah, that we we are not allowed to make a left turn, even like in in like walking. Like if you want to turn right, 
I mean, turn left at, like, the crosswalk, you have to go around the entire block before you. You have to go around the jug handle. I went and saw an open mic night when I was in New Jersey. Just, like, you and Kim were busy one night, and I stuck out, mm-hmm. and I went to a New Jersey open mic mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And the the comedian was just, like, standing up there silently because he couldn't make the hack joke about, like, oh, NASCAR's <laughs> all about turn and left because they don't have that up there. Exactly. So he was so just he sort just of, like, standing there. there half smiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got it, bud. <laughs> And then, he said, and then he said 20 cash regular and everyone just <laughs> lost their fucking minds and you were just looking around like, I gotta get out of I here. I pulled out my phone. Fu- I, I laughed because I wanted to be part of it and then I immediately pulled out my phone and tried to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, what does... Um, uh, so thank you, Sega Bodega, for co-writing the song number one. I, <laughs> I gotta Sega? give it up to Sega Bodega. That's... I was... I knew it wasn't true. But I saw Sega Bodega, and I'm like, God, I hope that's a real name. You know, it's good to dream. Yeah. It's Salvador Navarrete, but... Salvador Navarrete, that's a pretty good name, too, but he is better known by his name, Sega Bodega. Which you got it. Yeah, if you come up with that. Like, I'm shocked that that didn't already exist. You know, it's like, how could we be so foolish? And his record good label is called Activia Benz. That's, 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 that's kind of whip I'm driving. That's... Yeah. yeah exactly yeah so are you are you coming to super nintendo world next year in in universals in universals orlando resort when when super nintendo land opens up will you you meet me at the sega bodega i don't got any other plans so i guess i will sonic gonna be there sonic's probably gonna be there they own him now right probably that's that's the only way jim agreed to come back is he's like sonic has to be at nintendo world yeah, maybe Universal. Maybe there'll be like a funny like how Mike Myers Cat in the Hat like he promoted uh mm-hmm. Universal Studios ride when mm-hmm. Cat in the Hat movie came out. Maybe there's going to maybe Jim's going to be like wow, Shadow the Hedgehog is just like Shadow's Gun Adventure at Universal Orlando Resort. And then then we can do like a cultural exchange where the next time you come over, we can go to Nintendo World in New York and you can look at the the Game Boy that like was exploded in Operation Desert Storm or whatever and oh, they still yeah. have it sealed behind glass and i remember going there and seeing that and said i don't care about this i want the donkey kong drink that you have i want to go see the camera that was like found in the 9-11 rumble and rubble and that little like clickbait that was going around in 2004 where the worst photoshopped plane you've ever seen is in the background yeah yeah yeah. and me that, and everybody else thought too. it was very real because we didn't know about photoshop yet yeah me and the 9-11 plane just standing outside of frame yeah uh, yeah <laughs> uh that's what sunset's about sunset's about being a really good song and uh mm-hmm. a song that i return to a lot Mm-hmm. And the BPM it, t- it, it takes a nosedive after the next one. It kind of takes a nosedive, and I've uh huh. And so I don't... here's here's the thing: you have to. Next song is called "Crew Drawing of an Angel." All right, and you have to. We're 140 episodes in. You know who at least I am. And I feel like you're usually maybe more amenable to a song that doesn't have like just a bass drum constantly hammering I like you in the skull. like listening to women. You know that about me. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I I you know Roger Ebert was like, you know, uh a movie is like a it's like an empathy machine, right? I'm like mm-hmm. that but about women's art specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like art is a woman machine and it helps me to know them. Yes, exactly. A woman is a machine. That's what I've learned from yes. <laughs> from songs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh it's, it's it's kind of I said, "Oh, no, this one sounds pensive." And then I just uh, kind of yeah. like I, did I feel the, well. Uh, here's mm-hmm. if I over the last two weeks had the novel coronavirus, I feel like I would have less of a bandwidth to be pensive. 
Mm-hmm. Like if yeah, I'm exactly. already like equally equal parts hot and cold, like if my body has the, the like hot cold ratio of like a microwave top pocket. Yeah. Yesterday I was wearing fucking like a like a beanie, a hoodie and shorts. And I was in my house. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't regulate myself. I don't know what's right. going on. Yeah. I so yeah, when I'm like, I have to be in a certain mood to listen to one like to watch one of my bullshit movies that's called like the desire of waiting for her at the station. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can watch those sometimes. And that's, but... and that's the English translated title, you know, in the original French, it's much more like poetic, but yeah. that's the best we could do. It's just called like the train. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. God, I wish that movie was real. I'm already thinking about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, in this one, she's talking about camera one and camera two. So maybe you could have gotten your, like your letterbox style, uh, you know, yeah, thank you for pointing that out, because most of my feelings about the song were just like, this, I feel like I'm in Dodongo Cavern right now. Like, this is a it's much, a, this is a much worse Zelda level. Well, it's like, if, if you're taking, if you're doing a, a concept album about the Zelda World Tour, right, you gotta take, you get your Gerudo Valleys, but you also gotta do, what's the, what's the fish's, Ungabunga's belly, or whatever, like. Jabu Jabu, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go in Jabu Jabu's belly to complete the quest, you know? As soon as that spirit temple shit comes on, where they or the forest temple where they're like yelling at you, and it's mm-hmm. it's it like the backbeat is Link screams. It's like I'm <laughs> in the bathroom on that one. Yeah. Man, <laughs> uh, Ocarina of um, Time sucks ass. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played it since I was fucking nine. So. Yeah. Well, there's another N64 3D Zelda that you need if, to finish. First if for Ocarina the first of Time is anything like any other Zelda game I've played, <laughs> I'll play like forty eight percent of it and then just for some reason stop and not pick it up again yeah i've never completed a zelda game i feel like you'd like link between worlds for the 3ds like you i feel like you'd like when he's like the beaten path is it he's like the little that's That's when he's a crude drawing actually okay so there we go maybe when he's he's up on the wall and he's like what's up i'm like a hieroglyphic over here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah guy guy who can't beat like one a single game in the one of the most critically acclaimed series of all time Oh, I don't know. It just doesn't grab me. Guy who's played 2,000 hours of Final Fantasy fourteen. The combat's uh-huh. good. I'm playing Reaper now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I bet. Yeah, I... Oh, Brooks, I'm too sick to record this week, and I see that it's, like, in the middle of a 20-hour Genshin Impact session. <laughs> you... <laughs> oh, he's in, the, he's in the healing chamber right now. Yeah, you, you, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I have to go right now immediately. You hear the, like, cue pop and fucking force your way from Final Fantasy VIII starts playing. It's uh, like, hmm, he sounds very sick. Interesting. <laughs> As there's just, like, explosions going off in the background. Wow. I can't believe Kim is gaming on Eddie's account while he's dying. That's, see, I need someone to grind my tombstones for me while I'm sick in bed. <laughs> It's four fifty cap a week. If you don't get Otherwise, all of them, I'm just giving up. If you don't cap your tombstones, they're going to waste. Like you got to get them. Yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Crude Angel of a Drawing was born in some ways out of me, Caroline, thinking about jokingly having invented the word scorny, which mm. is scary and horny at the same time. Okay, that th- that's, that's gotta so be. Twisted. It's 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 twisted in evil and darkness, but I I feel like that was definitely in one of those like I I gave you a cookie but I eated it things you know no like it's, that's... it's happy bunny coded for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the, <laughs> there's another quote for this song where she's explaining it where she says to another uh publication the week i wrote this one i'd started compiling a playlist of quote scorny music scary and horny at the same time me when i'm mm-hmm. trying to make scorny happen spooky scary skeletons 12 times yeah. in, on one playlist. they're calling me scorny weaver <laughs> they are 
<laughs> and they're right to do so. Yeah, they're yeah. Um, so yeah, this is like just like a song about like homonyms. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does say the song is set in a hotel room in which the word drawing takes on six different meanings. Mm-hmm. So I, as soon as I read that, I I was the Barnacle Boy meme of the Six Temple Entendre. Yes. <laughs> Lasers coming out of your eyes. Yeah, we've been waiting. Uh, put drawing in New York Times connections. That'll oh, be. That'd make me so mad. You know, it would know. be like the actual one would be like knock, and it would be like an air, like things you do to an arrow. Yeah, there was there was one kid who, uh, like last semester, I had to deal with him. We're like, all right, you come in, you do the do now, finish what we have to start, and then when you're done, do do you do your connections, and then I'll help you with it. Like if you're still doing it, and we did it like every day for like three weeks, and he's still like, yeah, I think it's fire. Red, hot, and lava. Those are the ones that go together. I'm like, dude, no. no. Like, they're the not. The reason exa- that it says sponge and bob and square and pants is in the first four squares is they're trying to trick you. Exactly. One one category pants is, is like be... things that a dog does. Yeah, and one category is going to be like nicknames for Robert. You know, like yeah, come exactly. On. It's not that simple, my friend. Use your noggin. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Wow. Uh-huh. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna be oh, I see noggin on there. Like no, it's not about brains. It's about like defunct children's channels. Think yeah. It's about like it's like things you do at the Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I'd be noggin. noggin, brother. Uh. Uh. Next we have I believe, which uh I'm feeling it again. I got the energy back. Yeah. Uh, and well, this it's, one it's, it's about Sophie, so it's you know you're <clears throat> gonna get those beats. You know you're gonna get just an absolute banger on your uh-huh. hands. Uh. Um. I knew it was going to be a banger because it has the same title as one of my favorite songs from the Book of Mormon soundtrack. Oh, so you're you're familiar with that the the play the uh musical? yeah? Do you want to be in the next two weeks? I I guess if I many years ago signed up to be without knowing, <laughs> then yeah, I guess I, I wasn't would. planning on. I had never even once before this very moment sincerely thought about potentially picking that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's well, probably I, some songs on that that we'd have to be like, mm, well, nothing we can riff I, on there. I am really like I the one I don't I don't mean to be hyping it up, but like the thing that I have in the chamber, it's like I'm I want to do it because it would be really funny for us, but I think people would actually get mad, so I don't know. I my pick this my I'm actually I I'm like between a couple and none of them are that bad because I know that you have like I know that you're unleashing a rock. Like downhill in this corridor that's going to kill me. Yes, that's the. I, and I'm like, I I feel like at this point I can't go back on it. So you've been very like nice lately. It's just been like it's, it's like hey, here's a good album. Female singer songwriters from the late 2010s, <laughs> early 2020s. Yeah, do you enjoy this? Well, that's that's see that's it was it was a concerted effort to build up goodwill before what I'm going to drop on you in four weeks. So yeah, like I'm looking at like because I... it's going to be erased. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's fine. You built up your goodwill. Uh, I'm anyway. looking forward to it. I I think it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm not to put myself over too hard, but I feel like there's like a non-zero chance that it's like something that I may also have in the chamber too. There's a lot of options out there. It's probably mm-hmm. pretty unlikely, mm-hmm. but it's not zero. Okay. Well, with that out of the way. Um, that out of the way, that's what this song's about. That's what this song's about. It's, about, it's a very uh, sad and sweet song that's hard to rip about. It, it, riff about. Yeah, it's, it's a song about living forever. Uh, so yeah, and it's the top line. comment is sobbing while I shake my ass, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm throwing ass in the club to I believe. That's a single tear. <laughs> slides down my cheek. Uh-huh. And then uh, Hasadiga Ibawai comes on, and I'm like, oh no, that's no good. 
<laughs> you want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah, sure. I'd like that. <laughs> com slash post Game of Thrones. Or if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month gets you our bonus content, including words and deeds that I did with Brooks. I was going to say producer Kim. She is not playing those games. No. It'd be really cool if, like, suddenly Kim just super got into Death Stranding 2. Like, out of nowhere. I was thinking about she, picking it back up. She's like, this. She's like, it's kind of like The Sims, because you build things. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh. Eddie, I Except, didn't know you had a strand-type game. This is awesome. Just Wait, you mean to tell me there's two strand-type games out there? <laughs> and there's a guy called, like, Fuck Shit Man in it? Uh-huh. Awesome. Great. Cool. Uh, She's gonna indeed. love the Metal Gear Solid movie when we pick it for three star special. Isn't isn't he coming out with some shit called like Humana or like I don't know what he's up to. Like every <laughs> he's day. getting into the health insurance industry. That's his exactly. New shit. It's his new yeah. He's gonna be like it's gonna be like when he made Boktai and he's like we want people to go out into the sun. It's like we want people to see their general practitioner. So we're coming up with new gamer inspired healthcare. Yeah, uh, only in Japan at first. So good luck. I have Humana Kojima, and like I have to upload like seventy bile points into my computer, mm-hmm. and then it mm-hmm. like spits out like thirty insurance bucks. <laughs> the the fucking uh Penn Hospital throwing me out the front door like I'm DJ Jazzy Jeff because I tried because <laughs> because I imported Kojima's Humana and I have it in my wallet somehow and I'm like do you take this I yeah like, no. I go I go to the only the only proctologist that's in network for his his insurance <laughs> and it's hi my name is Finger Ass Man I gotta get <laughs> out of here did I tell you my my recent doctor's update about my ass problems did they did they they, Where, they, they, they worked you over like a Rubik's cube and fixed it for good no no they scoped me out and then that was like the surgeon and then i messaged my regular gi doctor i was like hey did you look at my ass pictures and then she was like oh no sorry they didn't send them over to me because if a different doctor does it i don't get it so i just found it now and she's like listen i gotta talk to some other guys about this i'll get back to you and then it just hasn't gotten back to me so I'm, okay this is like the downside of being a medical marvel is that everyone's just looking at my looking right. at usually my it's shots. great Exactly. Usually it's like if you're on Grey's Anatomy, it's like a bunch of people are going to fuck and then they're going to give you some like experimental surgery that kills you. But for me, they're just like, well, fuck if I know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's annoying that people are like, like, where is President Joe Biden like on the inflation crisis and on like all the wars going on? And it's like he's looking at Eddie's ass like he's busy. Mm-hmm. They had to call him in special. That's what he said. Anytime he's like, I've I've seen like images of this tragedy in Israel. He was actually looking at like my colonoscopy photos and that's what yeah, he remembers it as uh so he's he, listen he has a stutter so you can't be mean to him that's and he's a, yeah, gonna be should, our next we should, president we should we should give him a break exactly cut him some slack um what is this oh yeah lords and deeds uh carry me home uh that i did with kim that's about jim carrey movies and then we do three star special might- you know, maybe we'll see. Maybe we could have like a little like a Patreon crossover, crossover in, a, uh, in a year, a year or so. I I genuinely forgot not doing a bit. Our next three star special movie that you gave us. I oh yeah, it's uh, Nick Nick Cage. Nick Cage, the unfortunate method of being subdued. What's it called? Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's called Mr. Magorium's Wonder <laughs> Wonder. It's not that movie. I should have. I shouldn't. Have oh, said movie have you seen Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium? I haven't. <laughs> okay, have let's you? Go. No. <laughs> One of Heath Ledger's last films. I have not, oh, Kim loves Heath Ledger. Well, I think it's like, isn't it one of, like, he died halfway through filming, so they got, like, Jude Law and, like, Kate Blanchett and a bunch of other people to, like, play him in different parts of the Emporium. Let me see. Let me look that up is a one t- That is an exact three-star movie on Letterboxd. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, exactly. Welcome Three point three number 92 on my list of options. Welcome. All right, I'm going to bookmark this letterbox page of it. Um, so yeah. I can remember that for later. All right. Um, what's the movie, though? The, um, the, uh, the, un- the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent starring Nicholas Cage yeah. and Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw that um, preview so many times and I was like, that'll probably be good. And then never saw it because I knew we'd do it on three star special one day. Yeah. Some of some movies just have the stink on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, $5 a month gets you all that. Plus you can request music for us to listen to on this very podcast, which is fun point. And you get uh shout outs at the end of every episode. Uh, $10 gets you all that plus special. You just add us in the discord. Um, and we haven't done a Fire Pro stream in years, so... We might. It, it, we'll come up with something different <laughs> at some point for another Fire reward. Pro, Fire Pro Wrestling World has gone woke. Yeah, exactly. Okada has left New Japan, so Fire Pro can't use his likeness anymore. Yeah, Okada's um, gotta learn how to how to look at the hard cam for two years in NXT while losing mm-hmm. to Braun Breaker, so... I can't wait. I'm not watching that shit. I'll did you see the... You. Did you see Cody's WrestleMania decision? I... I was listening to Voices of Wrestling, and from which oh, is the only way I, mad. I. So, from what I understand, is Cody said he was gonna finish the fight, and then he said he wasn't. He for two years said I'm gonna finish the fight and go defeat Roman Man at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and he the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I saw him in person win the Royal Rumble and then point at Roman Reigns and say I'm going to defeat you at WrestleMania, and then on SmackDown he came out and said, "Never mind, The Rock's gonna do it." Thank you. And then Cody. he hugged the Rock and let the Rock do it. And then he came out a week later and said, "That's stupid. No, I'm gonna fight you." All right. So stop trying so, to steal my match, the Rock. Well, luckily WrestleMania isn't like next week, right? Because I have plans. I can't go to it yet. Um, yeah, I know. You you gotta you gotta figure out. You gotta mm-hmm. postpone like your your ass appointment to go to the two night spectacular of WrestleMania. Hold on. And see Jimmy me... Uso versus Jey Uso brothers collide. What? Oh, it's April. Because I was going to say, if it can't be March March 9th and 10th, because me and Chris are going to Can Jam again. We're going to listen to some headphones. All so right. Hell yeah, boss. That takes priority of ever seeing Cody Rhodes with my eyes. I need to see I need to see what ZMF is cooking up. You know, yeah, we have but, some... you know, wrestling has more than one royal family. Think about it. Okay. I like how that sounds. Can we fucking talk about Grimes, please? It's been like two years since we've got to talk about Grimes on an episode. Yes. Uh, next track on here. What's it called? Fly to You, featuring Grimes and Dido. Which, when I saw this, I was so I was riddled with bullets. Yeah, like, it was. It was. I feel, I, here, I felt like I was here, getting worked over. I was. I was caught in like Scott Steiner's triple backbreaker maneuver. Mm-hmm. It's like so. There's there's an unfortunate thing where there's some artists where it's just impossible to separate the art from the artist. You know, because one, you already have that knowledge and you can't eternal sunshine it out of your mind or whatever. And two, because usually that like whatever freak shit they're doing, like makes its way into their music. Right. The the algorithm's going to show you enough Azalea Banks content to like keep Grimes fresh in your mind. Exactly. You don't but, say somebody smells like a roll of nickels and ever forget that. And you yeah. Know? But Grimes was good on this song. What do you want me to say? She like, was, Liz, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do about it. I like the, the they all have three different vocal styles and they mesh well. When Dido comes in and it's all like like smooth and just like Dido's got it. Dido's good. I like her. She's mm-hmm. not. She, everybody's like she's only good on Stan, and it's like that's not. She's Which great one, on Stan. That's another song also already. So yeah, jot that down. Great song. Mm-hmm. But she's also um, good on other things. Yes. 
and and so is so is Grimes here. Got to give yeah. respect, you know, where it's like, due. I don't, we know, get, I don't know what it, people... It's been about three weeks since we've heard a breakbeat, so it's good to have that back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just, this just is about, keep... like, the, the least groovy I think Grimes should be allowed to be, because sometimes she gets, like, she gets in, like, a really, like, boring, wistful place. Mm-hmm. But here she's, like, she's at, like, the threshold of, like, funky, groovy Grimes that I enjoy. <laughs> funky, groovy Grimes mystical ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. Send, mm-hmm. send shivers down your spine. <laughs> yeah, I hold on. I was just scrolling through, and then you know those things where it's like a word search, and it's like the first thing you see will happen to you this year, and it says die. Um, I was okay. scrolling through the what have artists said about the song, and Caroline said, uh, "I I was leaning into this kind of euphoric, forward flowing movement in our singing, crystalline, tiny drum and bass breaks that are accompanied by these big Ibiza guitar solos and kind of Nintendo flutes." So, okay. That kind of gives more evidence for what we were saying earlier about our okay question. Valley so it's it's 2025. You and me, we're having we're having a, a best friends Nintendo adventure mm-hmm. at Super Nintendo Land. We're in line for the Mario Kart VR Donkey Kong minecar experience, mm-hmm. and in front of us is is Grimes from the internet. Uh huh. Are you saying hi and like being nice and getting a picture? Because I am. So and what's gonna happen is like. We're we're in the thing where to go on the donkey cart like depression ride or whatever like it's it's like a three person cart, and it's like oh sorry guys like to keep things moving we're gonna have we need one more person to go with you, and yeah and- she shows up in the single rider lane because her she recently <laughs> left her husband don't think about it don't mention it don't think about it don't mention it <laughs> exactly and we're like ah oh, it's oh you're by yourself it. huh. My 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 stony resolve fades from my face. Ah, oh, hell, Grimes, get in the cart with us. <laughs> get in the Donkey Kong depression. Get cart. in the Donkey Kong depression cart with us, Grimes. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd allow her in. Whatever. <laughs> I'd say I could. I could fix her. But anyways, but it's like she doesn't get to control it. Like that's kind of the. No, I mean. Yeah. Especially if you're if you're the third depression rider, like you don't get to steer it. No, because she doesn't respect cars that like you have to drive. That like, you she, can she only exactly. Expects, like she only respects like cyberpunk cars. Exactly. So so it would be it, it would actually be more comfortable for her for us to be like you handle the like do you go left and right? I'll handle the jumps. Yeah. And Grimes will just be there like look out like that's what Grimes will do. Miss Grimes. Grimes are gonna win. Wow, so that's what this song's about. <laughs> now we move to Blood and Butter, which is what Ted Cruz's daughter's first words were. Oh, I thought I thought that was going to be the thing in um in a Hot D that everyone's like excited about. Oh yeah, we can't wait for them to we adapt can't Blood wait and for Butter. Blood and Butter, yeah. Um, and now I'm I'm remembering I had the novel coronavirus because I forgot how this one goes, so I'm going to play it softly in the background as we sure. Well, in the opening moments of the song, church bells can be heard faintly in the background. This may be an intentional sonic reference to Kate Bush's The Sensual World, which also has church bells in it. You said that, and I thought it was, you were going to say it's an intentional sonic reference, like to the hedgehog. And I was going to get very... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very Green Hill Zone, if you think about it. I feel it. like Kate Bush and Sonic the Hedgehog are like very intertwined, like spiritually. I feel like they were both... They both had their mm-hmm. moment at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know what she was saying here. But in verse three, genius says Wikipediated. She so says, "Look at you, all mythological and Wikipediated." Which she wants to make new words so bad. She tried to make scorny happen. I I feel like scorny is a bit like too too cute. It's like schmexy. You can't do it. Yeah, Wikipediated. I could go for. 
you know? Yeah, like, I feel like I, that's like cromulent where that fills a hole linguistically that like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like I know like if my student's paper is a little too Wikipediated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you can just tell. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm all for that. The fucking bagpipe solo in this one goes pretty fucking nice. I do it's, like the bagpipe solo. I like, we gotta, I feel like what we need more, we need more bagpipes, honestly, and accordions. Like, I yeah. feel like accordions are very underutilized in popular music. I have... need, like, an emotional, sincere Al Yankovic album where he, like, <laughs> he really drops some shit on you while playing the accordion. Uh-huh. It, all we have is Weird Al and the one mad villain song. And that's it. Exactly. That's the only time accordions have ever been used. And, and we just have to kind of diversify that field a little bit. Yeah. There, by, um, like, episode 300, we are just going to be picking, like, organ grinder music. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's just like uh, uh, we're not even gonna post episodes. It's gonna be like a gif of you twirling the thing around and me dancing like a little monkey beside you. Exactly. And, and, and it's gonna be called like episode four hundred and thirty-six, uh, Creed's greatest hits, and it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they announced a second Florida date this week. Oh, so you're gonna see him twice? Wouldn't that be twice as funny? I was thinking about it. They're coming in September and December. It depends if if they're one of those bands that changes the set list up. You know, yeah. If not, if they just got the set, the set tour, it's like, well, you're not really missing that much, you know. Yeah, but well, it maybe would like be the funny second to... time Scott will notice me. Exactly, and then you can be the guy who flew with like angel wings at the Super Bowl or whatever. That would be cool. Are you watching the yeah. Super Bowl tomorrow, Eddie? I'll fucking watch the Super Bowl. I don't got shit else going on. I can't go into public yet. So like, right. I don't know. Especially if I can be like, ooh, I, I, Kim, I don't feel good. I need some Mozzarella sticks. Oh no. Yeah. I'm probably going to try to make $250 out of $1 with some sort of parlay, but I don't know yet. All right. Well, like, I'm going to do that bullshit where it's like, what color do you think the Gatorade's going to be? And, like, how many over under, like, 90 seconds, how often do you think Taylor Swift will be on screen? I, I want to, uh, I am subscribed to some fucking online sports thing, but I don't remember which one it is. So mm-hmm. I was going to go check, um, you know some odds but if, if you want to do that right now if you want to get on your app and see what what kind of little tasty yeah, treats we got going on there Super Bowl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. i know that i'm gonna get like okay it's orange gatorade and taylor swift appears for exactly 97 seconds before the the game ends but i'm gonna miss mm-hmm. like on marquez valdez scantling one reception like i'm there's mm. it's gonna be some bullshit Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna be the first ever zero to zero game. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on, I'm logged in. Let me go, let me get to the. Uh, I like that it gives me options for other other sports. Like it doesn't know what's happening this weekend. Uh-huh. Super Bowl, L, whatever. Okay. What the fuck? They got some shit over here. <laughs> they have cross sports parlays now. Yeah. This shit says Super Bowl multi-sport boost, max $100 bet. And you can bet on Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns in the Super Bowl and Kevin Durant over 24.5 points on the February 10th game. I'm putting $1, $1 down. <laughs> no, definitely. That's easy money. You got it. The odds for Reba McIntyre to wear white boots are plus 500. Those are good odds. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm going all in on Reba. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Like, we do our goofs here, but there are really options for, like, Kansas City outcome of first drive. 
Like, what kind of a pervert do you have to be to no, even No, there are some on that? the Hard Rock app that's straight up like, do you think that the final score will be odd or even? Yeah, I'm not you've really got to be some kind of some kind of freak for that. All of my bets are based on the brain. I don't do luck is for losers. I don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk I, about I Hope Drunk ever asking at all? Yeah, I do. There's no. Sorry, I just I went to prop bets. There's nothing even about the halftime show on here. That's just pathetic. Like you don't know what the who's doing want. it. Usher, Usher. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it's the Macbeth song. We got to talk about it. Every Hope album has a Macbeth song. We've learned recently. Every, it's. I feel like we're Hope Drunk Ever Asking is next, and it's like we're we're. I feel I don't know if it's necessarily not to place a value judgment on it, but we're kind of fading away from the cowboy song. And getting, like, leaning into, like, the Shakespearean song. Yes. You know? Which I'm fine, because I'm expert in both fields. Yeah, I do feel um, like it's the influence of, like, high school English classes, where if you're trying to, like, make references, you only have a pool of, like, a certain... You can only do, like, Crucible, Macbeth, mm-hmm. and, like, Romeo. You That's don't, all you got. Listen, you don't want to do a To Kill a Mockingbird song. I'll no. that much. Just you, stay Grimes, away. put that down. Grimes, don't read that! <laughs> It's too dangerous, Grimes. You don't know what's inside there. Oh, no. She's already putting on the Scout ham costume. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, no. That's the album cover. That's good. Yeah. So, okay. So this is where I'm sort of... We we touched on it. Mm -hmm. You know that my feeling is that... I, I we were talking off the air and I was like Eddie you know that I think that like you know women are like snowflakes no two are the same and they're all beautiful and I know this and I believe this mm-hmm. I would never compare women of course because it's impossible how do you compare a sunrise to a sunset you can but but mm-hmm. it feels very similar to Charlie XCX's deal where like with the album that you picked where her first song was like what's up fuckers are you ready to get scared and then like she lies down and whispers her agonies for like the rest of the album <laughs> yeah and but i that's feel like just that's where the, we're at with hope drunk ever asking but, but, but that's like the sum of total of human experience no sure where i do you, that all the time i'm always like you show I'm, up at a party you're like yeah i'm ready to get fucking nasty and wild and then you drink one beer and you say i have to go home right now immediately yeah like somebody like breaks eye contact before i break eye contact at a party and i'm like tw- i'm already like lying on the floor completely dead and i'm like you're so fucking mad at me i don't know what i did mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i do also feel like if you're having a lady Macbeth song it does have to be some type of like mournful like dirge kind of kind of tune you know right it'd be it'd be really weird if it was like you know, oh, but if it, if the song was like, is that a dagger I see before me? You'd be like, like, that shit would go yeah. crazy. It would be cool if Post Malone put out a song that was called White Lady Macbeth and it went hard. <laughs> see, I started bawling and I was young. I remember when that song came out and I was like, this is goofy, but it's not really that bad. Right. And then he was Post Malone. So I had to kind of he pretend like I never Malone. said that. Yeah. <laughs> He was supposed to I'm not I picking think... his ass first. Somebody, one of you, you or one of our patrons is going to have to. I'm not. I just never want to listen to Post Malone. And and there's, I feel like there's nothing to be, no blood to be to... drained from that stuff. I don't want just... to like him. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. But you feel like, White Iverson's good. <laughs> yeah, the, the Spider-Man song is good. Uh. Let's talk about Butterfly Net. Mm-hmm. Next we have Butterfly Net. And this is another song about Animal Crossing. That's true. Um, yeah, it's so you know. When you're um, the chorus annotation explains uh, with my butter and a fly net. Try to catch your light. Apparently, this is about Sisyphus. Okay. Which is another like I took a humanities class in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever watch that Fairly Odd Parents episode about butterfly nets? 
I don't know if I did. It was a very silly contrivance looking back. It didn't hit me that way when I was a kid, but it was like mm-hmm. butterfly nets become the only thing that fairies can't escape, if I remember correctly. Uh, for that episode, they needed that, yeah. Yeah, and it was like mm-hmm. Crocker got Cosmo and Wanda in like a magic butterfly net. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, but it worked for me at the time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Great record. I think that was the episode where Cosmo, he read a uh, like, self-help book called Massive Pecs and Five Sex, and he got like very big I like, I feel like I, re- I remember this image of him. Like, I, I have that visual in my mind. Yeah, it was kind of, he got like the Wandissimo Wandi Magnifico chest. Oh, uh-huh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- Rex, Rex, Remy Buxaplenty's uh, fairy. Um, mm-hmm. And he would like rip his shirt. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a big deal to me and all my friends in fourth grade because it was also Cosmo saying the word sex when he said like seconds for short. He said yeah, sex. that's pretty funny. And I was like, yeah. that's crazy. He can't say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, there was one question I had about this. Uh, okay, so in verse three, she says, "Take this bag of wings and drown it, drown it in the Thames." Mm-hmm. Yes, I was like, "What Thames. the fuck could the Thames mean?" So then I clicked on uh, Pixelotl's genius annotation. Polichek mm-hmm. could be talking about the River Thames that flows through southern Lon- southern plus England plus fourteen. Like so, I think see, she, again, given that the song it, mentions London earlier and uh-huh. she's singing about London and that's what the song is about, I think it's probably it's, about again, the and River it kind Thames. of reflects on what the album's doing. Where at first it was like I'm gonna fuck you and make you have a baby, and now it's like I like not that, that, song. that or whatever. Uh, now it's remember it was like the volcano erupting in a car is like the engine exploding from sex, and yes, now it's exactly. like the River Thames is a river in London. Yeah. So you get the whole like human experience. Yeah, track eleven smoke is about that gas that I smoke. It's about that fire pack. Uh, and here, I hope you were paying attention because this is when that melody from earlier comes back. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. And the fallout doesn't phase me. Thank you for the baby. It's good. I like it's it's rare. Usually you get the don't remind me of a better song or better movie. But here it's like, wow, they're both good. You reminded me of two things that I like. Perfect. So perfect. I was, wor- I was perfect. I I was worried when smoke started because mm-hmm. you know I, I was hoping for a banger i tabbed over i saw all of these na na's and i was mm-hmm. like oh no that's i know that he doesn't really care for that this might not be a banger but na 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 and if you click the annotation uh slight correction and i did check this sonically it is correct she is not saying na 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 she is mm-hmm. saying banana na she is saying banana banana she is she put this song in the minion death slot and it's it takes a remarkable artist to get to slot something into Minion Death Slot and have it be a good song. Yeah. yeah. Like And like it wasn't like, you know, when we go back and we listen to Jimmy Buffett and he's like, I'm banana. Like then it's like, you know, that's not a minion reference, that's just a coincidence. She put this out less than a year ago, so she knows about Kevin she Stewart knows and Bob. Ba-na-na-na-na-na-na. Yeah, exactly. She knows about Gru, she knows about the whole gang. Uh-huh. The Despicable and- Me Four trailer did drop uh, the other day, just so you know. I, but don't I watch really, it because it spoils some events about Gru's life. From it's the hard last for me. It's hard movies. for me to keep track of the Despicable Me universe because there's Minions and Despicable Me, and these are like two different franchises within the same universe. Correct. Right. Yes. Which did we watch? Despicable we watched Me Minions Two: Rise of Gru, which is a prequel in the second See, Minions movie. That title is even more confusing. Like. I can't, you gotta be a fucking NASA scientist to keep track of this movie. I know, shit. and at the end they call him Big Boss, and it's like, that's a whole other franchise. That's, that's Metal Gear Solid 3. Exactly. The sorrow. We need Kim the to pain. explain Metal Gear Solid. Kim, why does the Fury look like that? Why is he in the, the spaceship? Tell <laughs> me, Kim. Why are they eating bees or whatever? Wow. Wow. 
Anyway, that's what uh, Smoke is about. That's what Smoke and is about. The finally, last we have album is Billions, which is Billions a TV show. TBS show. Yeah, uh, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, has a guy on there. Who's, it's about him, from what I've heard. Um, yeah. So I need to watch Billions to get more Mets lore. Is what I'm saying. Especially in like August when they're like six games below 500, I'm going to need something else to do. So yeah. Um. So like, verse one is a manifesto about spermatocentric language. That's interesting. Um, sorry, I was looking up the Pakoda uh, preseason rankings. Mets are expected to f- to f- end eighty three and seventy eight, which probably won't be enough for a wild card, but they're above five hundred for the season. This is I'm sorry, bud. A- I mean, it's meant it's it's like expectations are low for the season anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, next year though, next year, trust me, this is our year. Um, this is our year. So when she says, "Oh, billions sexting sonnets under the tables," mm-hmm. I know that you know this isn't a world that you've necessarily lived in for you know decades at this point. Mm-hmm. But imagine a world in which you get sexted a sonnet. What are you? Are you? I, are, I are can't. You, are you checking the meter? Like, are you? I can't imagine a sext in any form. No, nor it's just, I. It's it's just too goofy to me. It's like I'm not sending someone. Ooh, I'm sucking on your toes. Like, no, you're not. No, you're. Why not. would you say that to me? You're sitting in steak and shake, and you're waiting for your food. Exactly, and you're hiding your phone because you think people will say, like, "Damn, my." my toes are, are feeling nasty right now yeah i don't know it see that's the thing because it's always about toes when i think about it so i don't exactly. maybe that's why i can't no I can't every, it's of... like that for everybody don't worry about it okay cool yeah so i'm can i also one. while we're while we're while we're speaking truths uh-huh this song also talks about like oysters mm-hmm. i don't think that oysters are sexual i think that's i think it's i think I... Weird. I don't get it i don't get the i understand that there's like Is some it because you're supposed to like slurp it and it's like, mm, like, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's some like the chemical inside of it that's like it, it like activates the whole Hogan button and makes you horned up or whatever. But like, but I'm sure there are also like raspberries probably do that too. You know, yeah, like, there I'm must like, be some other aphrodisiac type food that like they're eating on Omicron Percy I ate. Or yeah, it's like, oysters are like a guy, and I don't feel like you should. I don't feel like eating a ever, guy should do that. Ever since like it's weird because I've like uh, yes, we eat the, the animals that are alive and have thoughts and feelings, I suppose. But like you see a lobster crawling on the bottom of the ocean you're like whatever that tastes good if i see an oyster like propelling itself forward i feel so bad for ever eating them I'm like, oh it's yeah trying so hard i to would live. i would rather kill an elephant with my bare hands than like kill an <laughs> oyster that's flying by clapping its mouth open and close. <laughs> yeah. i would rather choke out an elephant in front of its kids uh-huh and yeah and have them get revenge on me at my funeral then, then like take a muscle out of the out of the ocean floor mm-hmm, just look that mm-hmm. bad boy up mm-hmm so then uh, the song ends with like a children's choir, and like I think the joke is like how like you know in the old um, Chappelle show skit where they would like they sang they had like a choir that sang songs about diarrhea to like, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. To, like own the FCC or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess this is sort of the same thing where it's like what if there was a choir that sang about like sperm? Did I tell you something at the end? Because this is a safe space. Dave Chappelle, piece of shit asshole. We all hate him. No, yeah, we know that. A thing that I still remember from the Chappelle show, and however many years later, still laugh is the episode where he was doing about how things look cooler in slow motion. Oh, and, and he's sitting one, on the toilet? And he's sitting on the toilet and takes the shit in slow motion and he just, like, blasts through the roof. <laughs> yeah, the top of the toilet explodes. Because you he, can like, clearly, you feet. see, like, the strings pulling him and uh-huh. everything. It's fucking funny. It's what happened. Good. It's a shame what happened to that guy. Yeah, Neil Brennan anyway. must have wrote that joke. Yeah. Well, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Uh-huh. I'm sure Dave Chappelle's joke writer is probably fine. Uh, sorry, last thing, because I did go over back to the uh, Caesars Sportsbook tab. They have kind of uh, what they call, I guess, quick picks, 
which are like parlay single game parlays that yeah. um you know they're all bundled together and uh one of them it says there's so many things that have to happen Brock Purdy, two passing touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 250 yards. Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, seven receptions. Debo Samuel, five receptions. And this one is called Tortured Defenses Department. Um, oh, I get that. Okay. You want me to give you the next one? Yeah, sure. Patrick Mahomes passed. So that one, it's like, okay, they're doing a like a, a Taylor Swift a Taylor, yeah. riff on that one. Patrick Mahomes passed touchdowns over 1.5. Travis Kelsey, eight plus receptions. Brock Purdy, 200 plus pass yards. Brandon Ayuk to score TD. You belong with me. We've given up. That's nothing. Already. That's just a Taylor Swift song. That's, That's nothing. Uh-huh. That's the the orange, the Gatorade is orange, and that one's called The Old Taylor's Dead. Mm. You could, a $20 bet wins $160 on that one. So Okay, so if I put down one, I can win like eight. Like, like eight, yeah. Or something. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's like an 800% you know, okay. increase in your... And if we put the whole month's Patreon towards it... If we put, so if $20 wins 160 we'll never we have put, to watch an average movie again. <laughs> and all we need is for Isaiah Pacheco to rush for 20 yards on one, one play. I saw some shit about Isaiah Pacheco becoming the Super Bowl MVP, and it's like, you need to grow up. I, I will never do a stupid bet like that. I'm I'm way down these, like, um, these quick pick bets that to the, to the point where they're not even Taylor Swift ones anymore. Um... And I just got to one that says Moneyline Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, 250 plus passing yards, and Corbin Burns wins the AL Cy Young. What are we doing? Like, why are these together? The guy from High School Musical? That's wild. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, I mean, it's good. Brandon Ayuk, 50 plus receiving yards, and the race winner is Kyle Busch, which I'm guessing is NASCAR. Yeah, he's a NASCAR man. I know that. Fantastic. Tremendous. It's good. It's good to do this. So that's pretty much what uh, this album was about. Desire, I want to turn into you by Caroline Polachek. Mm-hmm. It's about me looking through the Caesars Sportsbook and getting mad. Yeah. Um. What do we do next? Slap City? Yeah. Um. You went first last time, so I'm cool. going to go first today. Um. I, I. Like I said, I don't know that many Caroline tracks. I don't know many of her hits and bangers and stuff like that. I was mm-hmm. mostly listening to um, this album this week. So I'm going. I'm going back in my in my like slap city queue of things that I want to sure. just put on Many eventually. So I'm gonna put this. This was in a uh, constant uh, rotation on the like Sunday afternoon cleaning the house mix at mm-hmm. my dad's house. I'm gonna pick "Yo No Se Manana" by Luis Enrique. All right. So we're getting some more salsa on the uh, the old Tremendous. slap city. It's about damn so time. En- enjoy that. Yeah. So that's my pick. Have I put white flag I forgot. on Slap City yet? <laughs> I I forgot uh, Dave was one of my recently searched artists. So. Oh, pretty good. I think, I feel like you have. I feel like it might be on here. I, I did a quick once over right before recording, but I didn't I didn't double check. Well, let me see, because if I add it, if yeah, I try Spotify to add it Spotify let you add white flag Dido. And even if, like, I'll pick a new one if it is, but there's worse problems than having that song on a playlist twice. Yeah, this is already in your Slap City playlist. It is. And anyway, get okay, it on there fine. twice. Uh, uh, let's do uh, Macarena Blitzers, because I do like that song, and we've been talking about it a little bit lately. Okay. That one's got that one's got some Polachek-style bass in it. All right, that's It's not the on. Macarena song that you're thinking. Who are these boys? They're like new and evil. Oh, okay. They have like a darkness in their heart? Yeah. All right, I'm going to put them on there. Yeah, I think uh, you'll like the song. I can't wait to get to know these boys. Okay, there we go. Uh, no one wanted to talk to us about this album on, on Twitter for some reason. Oh. I think the, the cover art scared them. 
I'm so. sure they were like, oh, Eddie, Eddie has COVID. Like, we, we shouldn't bother him with notifications. Exactly. We don't want to make him tab through two different uh, Twitter accounts or anything like that. It's very difficult to do now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but thank you to our best friend of the show and above-tier audience members. Starting with Valerie W., Tufster McGee, The Master DS, Sylvie Bullet, So Nasty. Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Reliet, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Old Petey, MJ Jenny, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Looker and Nanu, Laura Randall, Lenny, Don't You Be a Meanie, Labyrinth Enjoyer, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabe, Ducky Aisha, Derek. Great big sword. Uh, let's go Knicks. They're the sure, best team to yeah. ever exist currently, so we'll check in in two weeks and see how that's going. Uh, David Besserans was lesser, Chris, hey bro. Caroline Savage, Bren Flakes, Brianna, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex Moomin, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Kush Bayou Star, Josh Feel. Josh Feel. <clears throat> Elliot Valentine, Electric Gaunt, Ducky Aisha, Curse Goat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio, Bing. and Alex Shaw. Thank you for your generous donations. Did you know that there's a tab on uh, your Twitter X the Everything app uh, mm-hmm. like thing that says articles now? Like there's like tweets, replies, media <laughs> articles. J- Josh's articles. Yeah. So I was very tickled by, you know, I could tab over to Josh's X, X the Everything app account and uh, uh-huh. find his articles. It's fantastic. It's just it's just a lot easier because I always have them like bookmarked and favorited and stuff like that. So it's really easy to have them all. That's what X is meant to be like. Everything you need is there. Exactly. You, need, you never need to go to another website. Did you hear so. that WWE Speed launched on X the Everything app? I don't know what any of that shit means. So they also announced, wrestling announced, that they're going to have WWE Speed, which is matches that are all five minutes or less, and they're streaming exclusively on Twitter X the Everything app. That sounds really good, and I'm going to watch it. So it's like, if you like wrestling, but don't like... Like wrestling. watching it? You, you only like it when it's less than five minutes long, which most of my mm-hmm. favorite matches are all three to four minutes long. Mm-hmm. I love the lockup and then the international and then Braun Breaker hits his running power slam and that's the whole match. I, those are my favorite matches. When, when I see Tom- Tomohiro Ishii versus uh, Shibata just, just destroying each other for 11 minutes, I say, this is too much. Cut it down to a tight five and then maybe yeah. we can talk. I mean, it'll probably be the most watchable, like, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins match ever done, so we'll see. Yeah, get your shit in, get out of there, perfect. What else do you need? Yeah, tremendous. Um, way more. Great, thank you, Drew. It's your pick. Yeah. So what do you, what do you got for me? How, how, how evil are you planning on being? I feel week? like we've been, I feel like we've been focusing a lot on daughter music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're getting we, one for the fellas? What, no, what if we did one for the moms? Okay. And I, right. you know, I, I liked I liked going back in time to Jimmy Buffett, and I know that you were trying to kill me, so I was like, let me just pick an album that my mom likes. Okay, I and like, that. let me just let me just let me see what the girls were doing back in 1975 for the debut studio album by this American rock band. Hmm. Uh, is it Heart? We're going to do Dreamboat Annie by Heart. Ooh. Okay. Let me see what's on here. It's got it's got the hits, but it's also got it's got some ones that I don't know. Let me see. They got Barracuda on here. No. No Barracuda, I got crazy on you. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's going to be a mad dash to the Slap City playlist uh, in two weeks. All right, okay. I've, I've never listened to a full... I only know the hits. I've never, like, sat down and gave gave Heart a spin. Yeah, and I was like, let me let me see what my mom was was feeling when she was, when she was just a child like me. Mm. When she was just a 31-year-old child. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. A couple of these have their own <laughs> Dreamboat Annie parentheses fantasy child. That one's your yeah. mom. That was, that was written about her. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm I'm excited for this. I'm looking yeah, and forward to it. I thought it might it. be a nice on-ramp to like, we'll listen to like some some classic rock and then a patron a patron can pick and then you can do whatever you want to do to Yeah, to a patron can pick 38 special those wild eyes southern boars or whatever and then I can I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll happen. I believe in who which one of our patrons is bad enough to request 38 special for their pick. Our patrons will never select 38 special. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be the thing where they all do and we have to listen to like the entire discography. <laughs> I I am so committed to like if we get down to our last patron and it's one we've already done, we're just doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody in 2019 who was like, I think you guys should do uh, Frank Ocean Blonde. Okay. We'll <laughs> yeah. All right. One more time. Run it back. Let's see if we still think the same things. Yeah. Fun Point Revisited. Fun Point Eddie's version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, uh, Caroline. Thank you to the the Gerudo peoples. Thank you. Yeah, I um, think mm-hmm, maybe I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't Still remember. I don't remember where we landed on the Gerudo Valley discourse last time. Probably. Yeah. Well, you know, discourse it, like comes back around. Every yeah, that's beautiful. couple years. So. Uh-huh. Um, All right. Well, go, Bang Bang Niners gang. I guess. I let's guess. Go get Christian McCaffrey that ring. You know. I am like, kind of yeah. It's kind of like I I like him. Yeah, he's fine. I had a couple good years of him in fantasy, and now you know I, I wish him the best. So. Yeah. In, enjoy the big game tomorrow with us in sports chat, where we'll all be smiling and having a laugh. Yeah, we'll all be watching that shit for sure. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, uh, semper. I don't semper, know. Semper runny. Semper runny, I guess. Uh, yo DJ, spin that shit. Bye. Bye.